Ladies, this episode is just going to be fire. We're heading down to Georgia and we're talking with a woman who is absolutely crushing it as a real estate agent by being the local expert in her community in a way that is funny and fresh and converting her hundreds of thousands of dollars in sales. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Women of YouTube podcast, where we are sharing stories of women YouTube creators in order to inspire other women to start creating. In each episode, we deep dive into why these women chose YouTube to create on their struggles, their successes, and of course, get real about what happens when you're a female creator on the internet. This podcast is brought to you by TubeBuddy, your best friend on the road to YouTube success. Now let's get into it with your hostess, Desiree Martinez. Welcome to the episode of Women of YouTube Podcast. As usual, I am your host, Desiree, and I am super excited to be with you today. I just cannot love our guest enough. She has become someone that I have turned to for help when it comes to specific needs about how to be a local expert. I think that's very important. Let's like, let's lean into this a little bit. The word local is very important. One of the things that's so phenomenal about YouTube is that it is owned by Google. And the number one objective that all businesses have when it comes to Google is they want to be on the first page. Got to be on that first page of Google, right below all the ads, of course. But if you show up first, it means that you are the most sought after. It means you have the most solid digital marketing strategy. It means that you have really thought about like, what is it that my customers need and want and how am I servicing them through my website, through the internet. And our guest today is Karen Carr. And she has a YouTube channel dedicated entirely to helping people find houses in her town in Georgia. What she's been able to do with her YouTube strategy to grow her real estate business is very much all about narrowing in very specifically and like what is it that people are searching for when they're looking for a home. And she was able to do that for her area. And she's been able to do it in like a really honest and in a really fun, funny way. And I just think it's so smart. And so this interview, we dive into so many concepts and like how she got on and the people that she services and like how she's been able to turn what she's doing with real estate into a side business where she is now a Amazon bestselling author for YouTube for real estate agents. And she is just dedicated to helping people like stop cold calling and being super annoying sleazy realtors and using the internet and YouTube so that people can go beyond being the mayor of their own town. They can actually be the expert in their area because it's one thing to like know where all the best places to eat are. It's another thing to know exactly like the kind of people that live in specific neighborhoods and the demographics and what the school areas are like and I'm obviously fresh off of buying a house, so like I'm super aware of searching for like, what are school zones? What is the crime rate? What are the best things to do? Is this area safe? Like she literally just did everything that I just searched, but for her area, and this is why it's just so genius. So this is a great episode. 
if you're doing something for really specific targeted people or if like you have a local area. And this is a really great episode really for any of you who are doing things on YouTube because it's a really different way to think about using YouTube because I know a lot of us do things so broadly in the sense of like we're not targeted to a specific area of the country or the world, right? Like I'm not exclusively doing business with people in Phoenix. I'm doing specific people business with people all over the world who speak English. So it's just one of those really big differences. And so this is a really good one, really good one. Uh, just as a heads up and a reminder, you definitely are gonna wanna head over to womenofyoutube.com to grab these show notes so that you can go check out Karen's channel over on YouTube and of course pick up a copy of her book, um, which again is YouTube for real estate agents. Even if you're not a real estate agent, you can never have too many YouTube books to show you how you can do things better and different. So without further ado, here is me and Karen breaking it down for y'all. <laughs> I'm really excited to have you on the podcast, Karen, with an eye uh, to share your journey on YouTube. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. We're going to have some fun today, guys. I hope you're ready for some giggles. All right, Karen, per usual, why YouTube? It was completely an accident, if you want the honest truth. I am a real estate agent, and I have moved multiple times, and every time you start over in a new market, you have no market share. Nobody knows you. They've never heard of you. You can't ask for referrals because nobody knows you. So I started blogging when I moved to Atlanta, and I started to learn a little bit about SEO and how that whole thing works. And then I read, I can't remember where I read it. It might have been Social Media Examiner or something. If you embed a YouTube video in your blog post, it was 40 something times more likely to rank on the first page of Google. So I thought, oh, well, I got to, I got to put a YouTube video in my blog post to help it rank better. The whole thought process was to help the blog post rank higher. It never, ever occurred to me that people would be looking for the content on YouTube. And then when the first person called me and said, we found your channel, we've watched all of your videos, we're moving to Georgia, we want you to represent us when we get there, it was like, oh, the light bulb went off and why did I never think about doing this earlier? And now I'm kicking myself that I didn't start making YouTube videos like 10 years ago. I think it's every YouTuber's number one regret. We didn't get on soon enough. Right. <laughs> so, all right, so tell us what has been one of the things that you've struggled with as a YouTube creator and how did you overcome them? Time management. You know, it's not like I am a full-time YouTuber and this is how I am earning my money. I am, I have my YouTube channel. I have two different channels as a way to bring clients to my offline business. And so when you're trying to run multiple jobs and make videos, yeah, it's hard. And you've got kids at home and now we're all quarantined. And so you're like, be quiet. Mommy's going to film for half an hour. Stop yelling. And my little ones are upstairs. Like, I don't know what they're doing, jumping off the top bunk or something. It sounds like there's a herd of elephants up there and you're trying to record. Yeah. Trying to get it all done when everybody is home is quite the challenge. And I don't know if you have the same struggle, but like everyone's always like, just do it after the kids go to bed. I am completely and utterly useless by the time that they have go to bed, even when it wasn't a pandemic. (laughs) And so I'm like, why, why are you asking this of me? (laughs) No kidding. Like by seven o'clock I'm done. I, I can't answer any more phone calls. I can't have business conversations. Like we're two glasses of wine in at this point. So like, we're not talking again until tomorrow. No speak only YouTube. Only Netflix. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned, you mentioned something very interesting, though, that we're dealing with. Now, you're a real estate agent with an offline business who has used YouTube to help be that funnel. 
but we are in a pandemic of pure isolation. So how have you been able to still like run your business and while you're, okay, so then I'll, yeah, so how have you been able to run your business? I'll ask the second question next. Okay, got it. Yeah, it was really weird. When this first all came down and we were told, you know, to shelter in place, everybody in my industry completely had heart failure. If you can't really sell houses online. You just don't go on Amazon and say, I'd like to buy this $300,000 house site on scene. And if I don't like it, I'm going to return it. So it was... Wouldn't it be so funny if that did work that way? Right. <laughs> I mean, you got a 30-day return policy. Hope you like it. And uh, so we started doing a lot of virtual home tours. And luckily, because my specialty is working with military that is relocating to the area, we've always done a lot of 360 degree home tours because like I'll have clients that are PCSing here from South Korea. They don't get a house hunting trip. They're not coming here for the weekend to look at 10 houses. Like they're doing it from across the world. And so we would take videos of the house with a 360 camera and upload it to them so that they could watch it online and then say, yes, I like it. No, I don't like it. And then some of them would say, okay, so my wife is going to be able to come. Like she's going to take a hop and she's going to fly there and she's going to come with the kids and stay for two weeks and she will look at the houses. Other people wrote the offer based on the video and they didn't see it at all until they arrived in town two days before they were closing and bought it. So now that we're in this pandemic, we're just relying on that a lot more heavily. But luckily in Georgia, every state has different rules, but in Georgia, we were considered an essential business. So we were able to take people to the house and show it to them as long as we were using lots of precautions. So you said a lot of really fun words because I know what they mean because I am an Air Force wife. And like this story is exactly my experience with the house we live in right now. We are renting it because we're, we're in the whole process of going through the daunting amount of paper to buy a home. But um, we moved into this place without ever physically seeing it. It was like literally your we handed keys and we walked in and like we did the best that we could to like see it. Our realtor was kind enough to do like a Facebook uh, FaceTime tour for us and all this kind of stuff. So I love that do you think that because you are a YouTuber and you're doing this sort of forward thinking marketing that it just made sense for you to have these other advanced technologies already in place for your business so that when this hits you, it wasn't nearly as devastating? Yeah, it's been a huge benefit to me. The fact that so many people, as you know, they're afraid to be on camera. I don't know what they think is going to happen. Like somebody's going to say, oh, your gray roots are showing. Yeah. They are. And, you know, I like, what do you think is going to happen if somebody makes a snarky comment? Yeah, it might hurt your feelings for a minute. And then you just say, you know what? I'm laughing all the time. You probably live in your mom's basement. So you can say whatever you like, and I'm going to keep doing my thing. But being able to already have all of that technology and have it just be a part of my daily business where it was a piece of cake and it was not a big deal. But having already been doing all of that stuff made my life so much easier, yes, because the people that are just now starting to learn how to use Zoom and realize that, oh my gosh, I am going to be seen the whole time that I'm on the Zoom call if the camera is turned on, and I have to be aware of what is behind me, and I have to be aware of what I am wearing, and 
you know, the whole nine yards, like this is just a normal day for me, except that we don't really go anywhere. So my second question in relation to this is like, so what have you been doing with YouTube and online to, um, what, I don't know what the word is, uh, to offset the in-person part of your business? Well, I mean, we're, our, the, the, the strategy for the channel really has not changed. We are still making the same sort of content that we were making before, because I know that this is for a limited period of time. It's not going to last forever. And because the content on YouTube is evergreen, nine months from now when people are searching, you know, yes, there's going to be all this content out there about the coronavirus, but I also want them to find all of the other content where we're just talking about what it's like to live in Savannah and different neighborhoods and how do you buy a house the first time? And how long does it take to sell the house? And what is the market doing? And all those kinds of things. So we've made a couple of videos where we were talking about, we can still show you houses during shelter in place. This is how we're going to handle it. This is how we're going to do it safely. These are all of the precautions that we're taking. And if you are selling your house, these are all of the precautions that we recommend that you take. But, you know, knock on wood, this is for a very limited period of time that's not just going to drag on for a year yeah no i hear you hard on that and i think that that's probably the best bet and i bet there's so many people out there that are just kicking themselves because you had had the foresight to think to work on your business versus in your business and i think that so many businesses not just in real estate but every business has struggled with this and you can almost kind of look at this downtime as a, a quote-unquote blessing because they're going to have that while they're losing maybe money or they're not getting to actually do physical work. They're getting to take the time to work on all the things that they needed to be doing for their business during that time. And for us, there really hasn't been any downtime because we are still generating leads regularly. I mean, I, right after the pandemic hit, I got an email from somebody in Colorado that said, we've been thinking that we wanted to leave Denver. It's really expensive here. And we've wanted to move to Savannah. And then of course, when we decide to pull the trigger, suddenly this pandemic hits. So it's probably the worst time in the entire world to be planning to move cross country, but we're going to do it anyway. Like at our earliest opportunity, we're going to come there and will you be our realtor when we get to town? So that was continuing to happen in spite of the pandemic. Maybe it's going to take a little longer. Maybe she's not going to move in 45 days. Maybe it's going to be more like 90 to 120, but it's still going to happen. And I am so, so fortunate that the YouTube channel was already well-established and was a well-oiled machine and was bringing in leads on a regular basis when this hit, because now it was like, really didn't affect us very much. Whereas other people that were relying on like in our industry, they cold call for sale by owners. Hey, what's it going to take for you to hire the right real estate agent to sell your house? And they are like, well, we're not going to, we're not going to sell right now because of all of this stuff. Those people were hit pretty hard because they didn't have a way to automate the inbound lead system. And, and some of them are really panicking right now. Like I when you go that. for two months with no paycheck, ouch. Right. 
I know things were getting really heated up in this episode, but I wanted to take a quick sec and make sure that you knew about the Women of YouTube community. This is a Facebook group focused on bringing us female creators together to help with any struggles that you might be having. You can ask questions and get answers from your fellow female creators and of course, lift each other up along the way of our YouTube journeys. We also are going to have weekly office hours, monthly trainings on various topics to help you as a creator at any level. We're going to also have Ask Me Anything, some of our favorite YouTube creators, live channel reviews with TubeBuddy, and so much more. I would love it if you joined us. So please head over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash women of YouTube. I will also include a link to this group in those show notes. Okay, let's get back to the episode. So let me ask this question. So this is a really amazing thing about getting to be a YouTuber is like all of this business stuff that happens from it. Have you been presented with any opportunities that had nothing to do with like lead gen for your business because of your YouTube channel? Oh my gosh. The, the craziest thing that has happened so far was I had a casting producer for the Discovery Channel reach out to me and ask if I would audition for a show that was in development. And I was like, really? The Discovery Channel? And she goes, well, we own HGTV. You know that, right? And I did not know that. And I said, you're joking. Like, seriously, somebody is pulling my leg. Who put you up to this? And she said, no, I mean, I found your YouTube channel seriously, a casting producer in Hollywood asked me if I would audition for their show because of my little YouTube channel. It hasn't turned into anything and I don't think it's going to, but the fact that she even approached me was mind boggling to me because I don't consider myself to be famous. I don't like, I'm not a million dollar listing people. I'm not Ryan Serhant. I am just you're finding people homes to right. that normal, normal homes and normal life. Small little area. That's amazing and super yeah. cool. And I also love that I got to ask you that without any prompting. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you had mentioned something earlier, and this is something that we always address on the podcast. And it was people are afraid of like what people are going to say to them when they're on the internet, like, Oh no, your gray hairs are showing whatever, which you think is total trash because you would never say that to somebody in person. Amen sister. Like, right. Yeah, I'm always that, like that girlfriend that's like, Hey, you got something in your teeth or like, Hey, you got somewhere in your face or your mascara is running, but I'm never going to be like, mm, you look tired. Mm, you should get <laughs> it together. Like I'm never, that's just rude. Right. But what has happened to you personally that just makes you go, ugh, a man would never have to deal with this. And why am I dealing with this? It's 2020. Like, why does this still happen? Honestly, the only negative comment I've gotten about my appearance was from that woman that said, you need to do your roots. And it was another woman. And I just, and then of course you look at her. Okay. So who made this comment? She has no profile picture. It's like a cartoon. Um, her, her channel name has no content on it. So she's created this YouTube channel just to look at other channels, but there's nothing identifying about her. You can say whatever you want when it's completely anonymous because there are no repercussions, right? And so I just thought, I feel bad that people think that, like you said, you would never have the guts to say that to my face in real life, but you think it's perfectly appropriate to say that on the internet. And you know what? I mean, that I can't remember which video it was, but it was one of my more popular videos. So let's say that it had 20,000 views. And if I am getting, I don't know, 20 clients a year from that video, 
it's obviously working. And nobody else has ever said anything about my gray roots showing. So all that says to me is that you just need to always have gray roots on your videos. So go to there your you go. and be like, I need you to do this, but don't go all the way to the scalp. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I've kind of crazy. I've kind of embraced the fact that I am a goofball. So my channel trailer, I wanted it to be a parody of those really slick, super produced real estate videos where the guy pulls up in front of the mansion, he gets out of his Lamborghini and he's wearing his $3,000 suit. And so I told my husband, I'm going to make a parody like this. When I get out of the car, I'm going to pretend to trip. So he was filming me. And when I pretended to trip myself, I face planted in my driveway. My shoe fell off. Everything fell out of my purse. My hair flew over my head. I was like, thank God I'm not wearing a dress. And he caught the whole thing on camera and we left it in the video because I thought it was funny. So every time I get a new client and they say, I love that you don't take yourself too seriously. I love that you're able to laugh at yourself. I love that you have a sense of humor and you don't think that you have to wear a business suit and be super, super professional and buttoned up. I like that you can actually show your personality and still be a competent real estate professional. And I think that's what they like about it. So not only do they not usually criticize it, that's what, they, that would, that's what drew them to me in the first place. I love, I just love everything about that. Like, I think one of the things that's my favorite about YouTube is that every person and their personality has a home and a community to be found on YouTube. Like I know, like we can look at this like from a YouTuber space just because that's like my kind of bubble. YouTube educators, like there's one, someone for everyone. Like depending on like how you want your education, do you want tough love? Do you want to be like walk through this? Do you want to be coddled? Do you just want to listen to endless rambling? You know, do you want to go along with someone on their journey? Do you want to dive into analytics? Like there's literally a person for every single one of those like types. And I love that. And I love that for me, I'm talking about content marketing and social media, but what's this like with this excessively heavy handed dash of real talk and sass. <laughs> So I hear that so hard and I love that you do that. So because you're unpolished and because you are keeping it real and stuff, let's talk about the back end of what you have going on on YouTube. So tell us, how do you film? What's your process like? How are you promoting your videos? Give us those details. It's so low budget. It's really, really low budget. I mean, I... I usually film on my phone or my iPad, sometimes my webcam. I did break down and buy a Canon Rebel T7i, which is a total entry-level DSLR, but I feel like, ooh, that's my big fancy camera. And so when I use that camera, I'm all impressed with myself because I really stepped up my game. But what I'm finding is that people they really don't care. Nobody has ever said, I almost hired you to be my agent, but I found that your production quality was really lacking. <laughs> and so I didn't. Like they just don't, they don't say that. I don't think they care. They want to be able to see you clearly. They want to hear you clearly. They want to get to know your personality and they want to know that you're going to do a good job to help them buy or sell a house. But I don't think they really care about Oh, I had these awesome LED lights shining at me from, you know, 45 degree angle and all that kind of thing. So I, I do it with the bare minimum. I have a couple of lights. If I really need the lighting, I have like a $40 microphone. It's nothing fancy. And I just try to be entertaining on camera and I try to keep the video moving along so long that it will keep their attention. Because if it's just a talking head video with no editing, people are going to tune out. 
True that. I love that you talked about the editing piece. It is an important part to take out those breaths and thoughts and pauses. So, or those like, what was I saying? Oh yeah. Bring it back. Bring it back. (laughs) (laughs) And we all do that. We all have the squirrel moment where it's like, uh, I have no idea what I was just talking about, but that's the beauty of editing is you don't have to leave that in. You can take it out. You can literally cut and get rid of that part. But I see so many people, they turn on the camera and they run it in one big long take and then they hit stop. And that's what they put up on Facebook or YouTube or Instagram. And I don't know. People just like, they don't have that much of an attention span anymore. We need to keep it moving along if we want to engage them and make them watch it all the way to the end. Yes. I love that. And it allows for us to, like I said, I find it by editing. It's also being respectful of your viewer's time. Right. Because they can, if you can get to the information that they need, it just holds their retention. And on a, if we're talking back in retention's an important part of YouTube because YouTube is all about how can I take your videos and put it in front of the right people. And the more people are watching this video, the more people we're going to put that video in front of. Absolutely. To them, right. Do you have anything that you do special to promote your videos or is it just, I show up every week and I make sure I have like all of my ducks in a row for the back end of my YouTube channel? Honestly, that's pretty much it. I would love to say that I'm super organized and I have this whole promotion schedule, but I really don't. I share it on my Facebook business page the day that it goes live. And then I share it from there to my personal profile. I share it on Pinterest. I put it on my Google, my business page. So I'm sharing it in lots of places, but that's pretty much it. Like on a really, really good day, I might email it to my database as well. But those are probably once every two months. It's not a regular thing. I'm, I'm really relying on people just finding it organically when they're on Google or YouTube because I, I get a lot of traffic from Google. They are Googling, you know, moving to Savannah or best neighborhoods in Savannah or PCSing to Savannah or what is the Savannah real estate market doing. And if they do the Google search and my video shows up, like I have one video that's now a featured snippet on the homepage of Google. And that's freaking amazing. That drives so much traffic to my YouTube channel. That is truly amazing. And I love that you said that. And I think that this can go into like our next thing, which is talking about like things that we could do as creators to be better. So what advice do you have for us that could help us, you know, maybe forget some preconceived notions or or level up what we already have doing or something for us to consider when we're getting started? You got to be thinking about who is your ideal audience. And I really feel like having a specialty is so important, especially as a real estate agent. Yes, you can help anyone in the entire area want to buy or sell any type of property. But if you say, I specialize in working with millennial first time buyers, or I specialize in selling beach homes or whatever your niche is, and mine was military relocating to the area, it just enables your marketing message to find those people at exactly the moment when they were looking for it. So they get on there, they do the Google search, they do some sort of search on YouTube, they find the video right then and there because they were looking for it. And then it's like, oh, that's exactly what I wanted to know. And you are being your authentic self on camera, so they're getting to know, like, and trust you. Because as a real estate agent, nobody's gonna hire you if they don't know who you are, and they have to like you, and certainly they have to trust you. So we really need to earn their trust before they're ever gonna contact us and say, hey, we wanna hire you. Because let's face it, this is a very large financial transaction, and there's lots of money going on. So 
We've got to earn their trust. And how do we do that? We just do that by being as helpful as we possibly can in the videos. And my secret strategy is that I never ask for the sale. I never say, hey, if you need to buy a house, call me. I never put my phone number on the screen. I never splash my logo all over the thing. I tell them who I am and where I'm located so they know whether or not I can help them. Because if you live in Iowa and I live in Savannah, I'm not gonna be able to help you buy a house there. And then I tell them who my brokerage is because in my state, it's the law. You have to tell them who your brokerage is. And then I move on. And I just deliver the information that I wanted to deliver in the video in a way that is as helpful to them as possible. And then my call to action is watch another video because that way I get more FaceTime with them. We make the algorithm happy. They then are shown more of my content in the future because they watched more of my videos. And once they go down that rabbit hole, that's when they reach out and say, oh my gosh, I feel like I know you already because I've watched all your videos. And that of course is the goal. Love that. Maybe since you've just given us such great advice, maybe we can learn from one of your mistakes. What's something that you did that just like killed you when it came to YouTube? Oh, let's see. Um, I remember early on I made a video that I thought would be very interesting. And it's what's the difference between the appraisal and the home inspection. And if you're buying a house now, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. But a lot of first time buyers have no idea what the difference is. And they don't know why they need to pay for both. So I thought, well, I'm going to make a video and explain this. The problem is that no, you can't Google what you're not even aware of. You don't know what you don't know. And so you can't ask the question, like if you don't even know. And so basically that video got no views. It got nothing. And it was such a dry, boring subject anyway, that it was not very exciting. It's almost like, it's like a follow-up video. Like that would yeah. be like, okay, once you're in my funnel and it's like, at some point it's like, you just directly tell people this, go watch this. Cause you're going to need to know about it. Kind right. Of thing. Yep. So yeah, getting, getting like really granular into something like that, that nobody had any interest in that, that was a big flop. Do you think it's because it isn't something that people think to search or just because they don't know about it or because it's industry speak? Like, what do you think the weakness was in that video? I think it was because nobody was searching for it and because it was never like it got no views, then it was never surfaced to any people in the future. And it just died a very quick death. And it's way, way, way at the bottom of my analytics as far as watch time. Yeah. And then there are other ones that you would think, like the best performing video on my channel is called Living in Savannah, What I Love and What I Hate. And that has done amazingly well. Uh, it's had about 30,000 organic views at this point. And like, again, I'm not trying to sell them a house in it. I'm just talking about, here's what it's like. Here are the reasons why I like it. And here are the reasons why, you know, it's not the, you know, drawbacks. It's really hot and humid. We have big bugs. We're in a hurricane prone area. Like you're talking about the pros and the cons. And that one, I, I really don't know why that took off, except that maybe because it has kind of a controversial title because it has the word hate in the title makes them click on it. And then they like the fact that I'm telling them the cons as well. I'm not just saying, Oh, it's an awesome place. You're going to love it here. Like I'm telling them the drawbacks too. And that maybe that makes them trust me a little bit more. They, they don't feel like I'm just trying to sell them on something. I hear you. Like, I think that that would be exactly what, as someone who's moved a lot as a military kid and as a military wife, um, I want to know about the place I'm moving to. So I'm always like, what's it like to live here? And then if I see like the good 
and the bad, mm -hmm. I'm definitely more likely to click on that because I don't want to do, I don't want false hopes. I want, right. I want, I want real talk. Right. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. I just wanted to take a quick minute and thank you for listening with a little something something from TubeBuddy. If you don't know, TubeBuddy is a free browser extension and mobile app for your YouTube account that helps you with finding the best keywords, create titles, A-B test your thumbnails, provides you with analytics, milestones, reporting, and so much more. If you have been inspired by the stories in today's podcast and you're ready to start creating, you don't want to do it without TubeBuddy. Get signed up with this free service at TubeBuddy.com forward slash women. So do you think that there is room on YouTube for new creators? Oh my gosh, there's so much room. And especially in my industry, because everybody is so still afraid to be on camera. If one, if there's one good thing to come out of this pandemic, I'm really hoping that everyone has been forced to start using Zoom and programs like it, and they're getting used to be on camera, and they're seeing that it's really not that scary, and that there's nothing that should make you not ever want to do it again in the future. So I hope that that's something that comes out of it. But when I am coaching, so I now like coach other real estate agents on how to do this. And when I'm saying, let's go look and see if you have any competition, nine times out of 10, they don't. They have no competition on YouTube because people are just not using that as a way to generate leads for their business. I love that you talked about that and not having competition. And I think if anything, you will never have competition because no one's you and no well, one that's gonna, very true. No that's one's going to do it true. the way you do it. No one's going to deliver it the way that you say it. No one's going to look the way that you look or whatever that reason may be. So I love that you're telling them don't do it. And as an added bonus to the zoom world, my favorite part about zoom is I don't have to wear real pants. So <laughs> I'm a pant real strong these days. <laughs> Yep. We can wear like business on the top and sweatpants on the bottom and flip flops and no one's ever going to know. And deodorant is optional. I mean, totally optional. <laughs> so it was so amazing to talk with you, Karen. Tell us how people can find you on the internet. On YouTube, I've got two different channels. One is called Georgia Coast Homes. That's the channel I have for people that are interested in real estate in the Savannah, Georgia area. And then the one I have for real estate agents is called YouTube for Agents, where we just talk about stuff like this. Why YouTube is the best lead generation strategy that you've probably never even thought about using. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on with us. Your information is so amazing and your time is so valuable. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You are impossibly amazing, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Right back at you. Thank you for listening to the Women of YouTube podcast. We would love to know what you thought about this latest episode. So make sure to tag us with hashtag Women of YouTube with your thoughts. And if you really love this episode, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes to make the podcast gods and Phil over at TubeBuddy happy.